sister is that good well hello today is monday april 17th 2023 i can't believe it can you believe it i can't it's like we're going so fast it's going too fast so anyway my name is amber rogers i'm a real estate broker here in greater atlanta and my specialty is helping sellers get their homes sold for top dollar and i know everyone says this but helping buyers actually get a house (laughs) so um i have some like little things up my sleeve that i do that help us stand out when we're making offers and I can share those on another time. So take the floor Cassie. It's my preferred lender by the way. (laughs) Thanks Amber. I'm Cassie (laughs) Fuchs with Southeast Mortgage. Been in the business 17 years. I have my own creative ways of helping buyers get under contract and you know helping them mitigate their tax implications if they're self-employed. So I can be really creative and so we thought we would get together today and just kind of demystify the market right now so yeah there's a lot of doom and gloomers out there and I like to call it clickbait people um, but they've been trying to say we're in a bull market for like 20 years or something and we've yet to have a quote-unquote crash so take it with a grain of salt people but um, my main question for you Cassie you know we've seen the market cool a little bit over the past few months and as it's shifting to maybe a better spot for buyers for the most part, so they're going in to buy a home and instead of 78 other offers on it, there might be one other offer. Right. In Atlanta, it's a little bit more normal. It's kind of like, oh, we think we're getting an offer instead of, oh, we have two other offers, good luck. Yeah. Um, but with interest rates still pretty high, like how can we get buyers off the fence and get them unscared and get them back buying homes? Right, well, so yeah, they're, we do have some demand for houses, and that are, but there are a lot of houses that are still staying on the market right now. Mm-hmm. And it's requiring the sellers to entice those sleepy buyers that are concerned over rates to get involved. And so as lenders, we get creative, right? So buyers receive concessions and 42% of home sales in the fourth quarter, according to Redfin's January report. These concessions have traditionally u- used to pay closing costs for cash-strapped buyers at closing and I'm still seeing that for many buyers but we're actually getting creative and using those seller paid closing costs to buy down the rate so that's awesome I love that and I think I as a a mainly listing agent I definitely have seen my sellers become more hate to say it but more fair Mm -hmm. and instead of getting offers that are you know all cash over asking price close in three days okay we won't do an inspection we won't have an appraisal we'll just do whatever you want mr. seller We'll even buy your ugly gold toilet. Now it's like, all right, we're gonna ask for 3,000 in closing costs for the buyers. And as a listing agent or buyer's agent, whichever hat I'm wearing, you gotta keep that in mind that like, you gotta do what's right for your client. Mm -hmm. And we've been in these insane times. So it's really interesting, but it's still stupid to be a runner. I'm sorry, people. It's still stupid to be a runner. Not stupid, but a lot of people have to be or had to be. But we've seen rates, um, rent rates keep going up, up and up and up. I think the average for a one bedroom in greater Atlanta, that's like downtown Atlanta, Buckhead, even like Lawrenceville, mm-hmm. is still 1800 bucks a month for a one bedroom. Really? Like 500 square feet? It, it's a box. It's crazy. You're in a closet. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I always tell renters they should be investing in their own futures rather than the futures of those investors. That the landlord. Paying. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Um, so... Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're paying 100% interest when they're renting, and they have nothing to show for it at the end of the day. I get it if you're, like, traveling in town and you're, you know, you live by coastal or something and work is paying your rent, but it's just gotten so ridiculous. And they're supposed to keep going up, too. Yeah. So a lot of people's monthly rent is more than what their mortgage would be. Right. On, like, a $400,000 house. Right, 
understand why they're concerned about interest rates when they're paying a Because they watch the news and they hear the doom and gloom and the sadness of it all when there's really nothing sad happening. Appreciation and and inflation are kind of the same thing. Right. Well, your They sort of still, work for us yeah, in real they're, estate. They're still, their houses are still appreciating, and, and while they're renting, they're paying 100% interest. Yeah. Literally nothing. For someone any. else's future. Exactly. Yeah. It's sad, but I used to do it, so I get it. No, no hate, no shade. Right. Well, more often it's the buyers who have the low interest rates on their current homes who need to move, but they're afraid to move because they have those low interest rates. So now we're That's shifting. That's been a conundrum for sure. Exactly. So now we're shifting gears and educating those buyers on how to use those seller paid closing costs concessions to get the rate that they're more comfortable with. So normally, agents who are looking to get the best deal for their clients will negotiate the price of the home. We're finding that the negotiation could be better served with an increase in seller paid closing costs, which could be used to buy down the rate for a much better serving for the, for the buyer. Um, for example, if you ne negotiate a price reduction, let's say it's $100,000 on the house. As the buyer, right? Okay. Right, as the buyer. You've negotiated, we're going to pay uh, $10,000 less on this home. Right? Okay. Well, that same $10,000 only equates to about a $50 to $60 per month savings. People don't know that. Right. So, But if you take that at same $10,000 and you buy the rate down with it, you're probably going to have a savings wow. of several hundred dollars a month. Wow, so, I didn't know that. That's yeah. super interesting. Right. You That's key. much wow. rather use that in seller paid closing costs to buy the rate down. That's awesome. I love that. So we keep hearing the term buy down. Like, how does a buy down work exactly? Okay, here's you how. You have to say to a dumb layman. <laughs> so here's how a buy down works. Okay, so one point buy down is equal to 1% of the loan amount. So it's not the purchase price. So if they're buying a house okay. for 700000 but they're putting $300,000 down. Okay. The buy down point is equal to the loan amount, which is 400000 So it's 1% okay. of that, so $4,000. Wow. Okay. Now, one misconception that I hear all the time is people think you buy down with a buy down point, right. it, incre it, it, it decreases the interest rate by a point. But it doesn't actually. It usually will decrease the interest rate by a quarter to maybe a half, depending if it's an FHA loan or a conventional loan that you're doing the buy down in. But it doesn't take it down a full point. It does, however, save you money. But it's still monthly. a great idea. Yeah. And a lot of even buyer agents that I know that are tenured don't know what that is. Right. Well, So it's time to get knowledgeable people. <laughs> or at least get yourself a really good preferred lender who can help you. Well, that's why I love you so much. Because I literally, I'll text Cassie, no lie, on a Saturday at like midnight after a cocktail and be like, oh, I just thought about this for my one position with this one buyer. What do I do with this? And she'll literally reply and I don't expect you to reply on a Saturday night at midnight but for you, but you're so good <laughs> so that's really cool so I've been also hearing a lot about um, a 2-1 buy down or a 3-2-1 buy down what the heck is that okay so there's different types of buy downs and these aren't new I mean the 2-1 the buy down 3-2-1 buy down they've been around for years yeah I think I've heard it before back in the old days yeah it's just honestly it, it it's a type of buy down that in this market has to be paid for by the seller, okay? Nice. The, the buyer cannot, you know, the way it's set up, it, it's too expensive for the buyer to do it themselves because it's almost three points that wow. you have to use to do a 2-1 buy down. So what will happen is in that first year, so let's say that the rate that you're working with is a, a 7%. Okay. The first year, you're gonna pay 5%. So you're gonna pay two points lower oh, okay. on the interest rate. And then the second year, you're gonna go to a 6% rate and then the third year, 
you're you're going to go into the seven percent rate. I mean, it's a it's a good idea, but truthfully, it's I kind would, of a catchy thing. It well, sounds like a I would rather because I don't you know people's lives change and you right. can't de- depict what may be happening to them in three years. Right. They may not be in a situation where it's easy for them to refinance and then they're stuck in a seven percent interest rate when everyone else may be. So paying. that is a refi, basically. Kinda. That was my next question. Well, but and, yeah. But exactly. So. You know, what I would rather do is take that three points, that same three points, mm-hmm. and just do a, a true buy-down on the rate for for the for the life of the loan. So they know what they're actually going to pay every month. Yeah, Right, that's so they great. may end up paying a little bit higher than that 5% rate in the first year, but they know they can depend on that rate throughout, no matter what. And they can budget accordingly, plan their families. Yeah. And like you said, it could just be like five more dollars a month. Right, it's really... That's what people don't realize. They, they don't understand. And here's the other thing. Honestly, why not even use that 3% that you were going to buy the rate down to pay off the closing costs? Yeah. Everybody's going to refinance. In the next couple of years, everyone... If we're lucky. Well, if they... I think it's going to keep going up. No. So we're still lucky. You know, but that's it, where it, you need to help me. Exactly. You can't... It's not doom and gloom. You have to. It's not doom and gloom, <laughs> but we've been at such a crazy low rate. We're not going to I mean, my parents down. bought their first house at 18% and didn't blink an eye. Right. Well, and we're not going to get down to the twos. I don't see that. Happening. Oh no, 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 no! But we've been I, too lucky. <laughs> I do expect us to get to a more natural rate, like five, six, fours something. Fours and fives are mm-hmm. natural rates. Just so market. low, right? So in three years, everyone's going to get want to get that four and a half rate or the five rate that we might be at. That'd be good to get back down to fours. So yeah. why spend all the money to buy it down? In it's kind of like a hoax almost, kind of. like it's, a catchy. It's a little gimmicky. It's just a, a, something to talk about in this market, mm-hmm. honestly. Give them hope. Yeah, exactly. There's so. plenty of hope out there. Rates are still so low. I mean, even though, I mean, I think I bought my first house at 10%, and it was still, I was like, that's great. Yeah. And then a couple of years later, refi to five something. Exactly. Which is half of the amount I was paying a month. Right. So it's going to happen again. Yeah. That makes sense. Well, um. One more question. I'm hearing that rates are going to go down. Mm-hmm. I'm just playing devil's advocate over here. <laughs> so what can I tell my buyers to expect? So, Especially those that are like, well, I'll just wait till that happens. Well, and there's, there is that. No crystal so, ball. <laughs> so here, here, we're expecting like that we might see the fives by the end of the year. Cool. And here's my worry, my concern, is that once these rates start to drop, it's going to be a frenzy. Mm-hmm. You're going to see buyers coming there's out. There's still of the low inventory. Right. And so there's going to be so much competition. We could be right back in 2020 where you're having to offer 20, 30, 40,000 over asking price in order to get into the home. So what I'm telling my clients right now is it right now is the best time. You can still get some seller paid closing costs. You can still so ask for them to fix the, the you know the issues on the homes. You're not having to buy the house un, you know sight unseen. So go ahead and get the get it now, and then when rates come down, refinance. Buy the house, date the rate. No. My favorite lender saying, and it's so true though. It is. Our it's mantra. so true because if it changes, you can just refi. Yeah. Like it's not the end of the world. And a lot You'll of people still own your house and have equity. Especially if a person's buying in an FHA property now, you're going to need to refinance anyways to get out That's of that mortgage right. insurance. So. In the meantime, buy the house. Let the equity build up in the house. It's gonna keep going up. Then I mean, we, that is predicted across all the doom and gloomers. Ex- exactly. So and then the when you get to the point where you're ready to refinance because of the rate, you may even find that you have enough equity in the home that you can drop the mortgage insurance too, which is a big savings. That may save you 
between the rate and the mortgage insurance, you know, four or five hundred dollars. Okay, we got to talk about that on the next pod. Absolutely. No, I love how you make it understandable. That's why I go to you. And a lot of my my buyers are either first time home buyers or it's like their second home and they haven't bought in a while. Mm -hmm. And I love that you make it so easy and it's not like mumbo jumbo over their head because I tend to get a little bit weird with real estate talk. I'll be like, yeah. Fisbo and da 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 and people are like, wait, what the hell is a Fisbo? I'm like, it's a for sale by owner dot. And they're like, well, I don't do this all day, Amber. You do. Right. So thank you so much for shedding light on you some of the so crazy welcome. topics. Welcome. Okay, so my phone keeps beeping. Uh-oh. Can we? Should we address it? Yeah. Should we get real here? Okay. okay my phone's buzzing, 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 buzzing. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Apparently, Zillow decided to announce a couple days ago that they are going to make a search tool on their website which is great for buyers if it works, (laughs) where buyers can search for a house, any city in the US, state, whatever, um, they can search by what their monthly payment would be on a house. Mm -hmm. So So let's talk about that. Oh wait, one more thing. uh Supposedly it's gonna include PMI, Mm -hmm. their HOA payment if they have one, their homeowner's insurance, I don't even know how an algorithm can pick that up. Right. Um, And then what else? Um, there was another thing. Their, their oh, their taxes, mm-hmm. their property taxes. Another weird algorithm that's never right. Right. So, so what do you think? Who's seriously taking this seriously? Uh, everybody. Why? Because, because I would have if I didn't know better. Well, I mean, the layman might you, think it's smart. I mean, because I search for cars that way. However, they need to have an agent, right? And the that's agent, why they need a good exactly. agent, not just any. Not because an agent's going to tell you. And Linda. How many times out of 10 have you searched on Zillow and got the right taxes off of Zillow? Like never? Never. Never out of 10. Even the, <laughs> even the, the sale price has gotten better. The Zestimates for yeah. sellers has gotten better. But even then, like some of my houses that are new construction, it's still showing $200,000 $200, for the lot that was torn down five years ago. And now it's a $3 million home. So if the buyer were to take that as God's truth... That would be a problem. And, and, and honestly, so you're right. I mean, even if a, if a client goes to Zillow today and tries to figure out what their mortgage payment is on a house, Zillow makes it based on 20% It's an down. algorithm. It's, and, yeah, and, yeah. So not many people are putting 20% down on a home. You don't have to anymore. And yeah. That's another misconception we should shed light on. And it doesn't include mortgage insurance. And just about everybody needs mortgage insurance. And property taxes, which, sorry, but the feds don't play. you got to pay your taxes. That's right. So, and you pick your own homeowner's insurance, so whatever yeah. you get is going to be there. Not so There's no way they can estimate that, right? No, there's no way. And so, Interesting. Again, I just think it's another thing to say, another gimmick, another... Another way just to make people talk. Can't hate him for thinking of it first, man. I know. I know. We needed to make a tool. But we don't lie. That's the thing. No. Like, we have, we literally are both straight commission. So if we don't do the right thing, we have no job. That's right. So you got to do the right thing for the people. That's why I'm so grateful to have you, for real. Thank you for all you do for my people. Absolutely. We got a couple coming up. That'll be fun. We got the dog with us today. Sorry, guys. Aww. If you heard a little bit of, it's <laughs> because he was done with his B O N E. Cutest begging. Cutest so, do you dog. think there's anything we forgot? No, I think we did great, and uh, I hope everybody has a great day. Thanks, thanks for everyone. Us. Thanks, thanks. I want to.